0: Welcome to the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast. We're a vibrant faith-based community called Momentum for single mothers. During our time together, we'll hear stories and messages of hope. If you're a single mother and want to learn more about our retreats, meetings, and activities, please visit MomentumMothers.org. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, my name is Rose Darwin. I'm part of Momentum. I'm in the leadership team. And um, welcome to this podcast for single mothers. Hi, Julia. Hi, it's Rose. It's nice to have you here today. Um, I met Julia eight years ago in our parish. It was hard not to notice Julia because she had three beautiful, rambunctious boys, and there was always a lot of energy and hushed noises wherever Julia sat. I could see that she was a loving mom as she attentively addressed her boys' questions and needs and tried to keep them involved during the Mass. On Sunday Masses, her husband was there too. Because they were so young, she often went to the crying room for part of the service. And for some reason, I was drawn to offer to spend time with her when one of them would be crying. I found out during one of our visits that one of her sons had autism. Yet this smiling woman only showed calm, patience, with all she had to carry. Beyond her children, I knew nothing of her personal life. Time passed, and I did not see Julia at church for a period of time until until months later, when I arrived at a Momentum retreat for single moms. There was Julia with her three boys. We both recognized each other and were instantly sad, realizing that life's journey had brought us both to a place of broken lives. As I have been blessed to have gotten to know her more over the last few years, I see her as a woman of resilience, endurance and faith. Julia, would it be okay for you to tell us a bit about how you entered your marriage and and what your hopes were? Hi Rose. Um, my husband and
1: I met in Cuba. He was in 2003. He was on vacation uh, for two weeks. As I was uh, walking around, he approached me with a couple of my friends, and he suggested that we go for a coffee. Uh, At this point, I was a bit hesitant, but I agree. So um, we we had a a nice time. Uh, We had a coffee at a coffee shop with my friends, and he seemed to be very nice. he asked me if we could exchange phone numbers. So, uh, I agree. So we spoke on the phone and he wanted to meet me again. Um, my answer was that I needed to, um, consult my parents. Um, I spoke with my parents and they, they agree. So I, when I got back to him, um, I said we could meet if he agreed to meet me at the church with my parents. Uh, It was very important for me to let him know that I was Catholic and I wasn't looking for any casual relationship. At that time, I was 22 years old. I was starting to think uh, about... You know, creating a family, getting married, children, and the ideal husband that I I had it was someone who could um, respect me, value me, um, and my family and my parents. Also, someone who respect my my beliefs, my religion, my faith. Um, Someone who was kind and gentle so that's how
0: we met uh, back in 2003 Mm. and and um, it sounds like he he fulfilled a lot of those ideals that you had he seemed to show that he was that type of a man
1: yes he did as a matter of fact when we met on the first day he was a gentleman he 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 treated me with respect. Um, he made sure I got home safe. And also um, during our first uh, meeting, our first date at the church, he was very respectful about um, the Mass. He was following the, the, the Mass. At that point, I thought he was Christian. I had not asked him yet, but he will, the way he was following the the, the the steps during mass, it made me believe that he knew that what he was
0: doing and I felt comfortable about that. And and so you moved forward and it was within a year you got married? Yes. We got married in church a year after we had met. We
1: met in two thousand and two, Christmas of two thousand and two and we got married during Christmas of
0: two thousand and three. So at some point you moved to Canada and you had to make an adjustment? Well, we met in Cuba and I had to
1: stay uh, for a year and a half before coming to Canada to reunite with him uh, because of the paperwork, It took about a year and a half for me to get all my paper- papers ready to come to Canada.
0: So your, your adjustment to a new country and, and a new language? Did you connect? Was your connection with your husband even closer during that time?
1: It it was very positive as as I was looking forward to spending time with him, being with him as a wife, as a couple. It was uh, at the same time, it was a little bit stressful because it was my first time being away from my country, from my parents, from my friends. It was a completely new experience. But I was glad that. I was uh, with him. I was very happy at that point that I was
0: with him mm-hmm. in Canada. You started to see some small signs of maybe issues around control. Yes, that is true. I studied
1: a special education. and um, When we met, I had finished my university degrees. I had finished my studies. I had let him know that that was what I liked to do, to, to teach children to be an elementary school teacher. Once I came here, I started noticing a little bit signs of control as he would ask me if instead of pursuing my career as a teacher, if I could consider changing my career and going for the medical field. At some points, I I felt pressured he didn't really want me to do that in Canada because he 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 said that it was not a well paid job. So he put a bit of pressure on me on my shoulders to change careers, which I didn't do it. So that made me feel a little bit uncomfortable at
0: some points. So, s- small indications of of maybe things that you would see more in the future when your second when your first son was diagnosed. With with autism is when you started to to become recognize much more um things that were concerning to you. Yes. It was very difficult
1: for both of us receiving this diagnosis of the autism when my son was my oldest son was four years old. My husband started to look for a cause of my son's autism. Therefore, he started to look for someone to blame and he started to to blame me and my 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 mother as he thought that because my mother at one point of her life was taking antidepressants to help her to deal with some family situations he thought that my son's autism was as a result of certain mental illness, even though the doctors, the specialists, psychiatrists, pediatricians, and all the professionals explained to him and to me many times that there was no link between autism and depression. But he was not willing to listen to the
0: professionals, and he started blaming me, blaming my my mother, how how did that impact you? How how was your day to day living with him then? At that point, at that point, things became very difficult.
1: Um, my day to day life was very stressful. I was like walking on eggshells. I had to be very careful about what I said, what I did, because he was on my back. He was like after me, looking for. A reason to argue to to yell to insult uh, to denigrate me he became very um, mental and psychological uh, uh, abuser
0: towards me it was very stressful did you have any avenues or resources of people to help you during those days because it was you're in a new country did you have support in any way I,
1: I started looking for support uh, at the CLSC, I went to see a psychologist to help me deal with his behaviors, because at that point, I was not willing to give up on my marriage. And I was afraid to, to break up my marriage as I was alone with my three little children. I spoke with a couple of people, professionals who will guide me, give me give me some ideas, give me some tips of how to manage the situation. For a few years, I that's what I did to to
0: help me to survive. It must have also distanced your relationship with him.
1: Yes, when I was pregnant with my second child, mm, he was. Uh, without a job, and he felt very stressed out. He would also point out that he didn't bring me to Canada to stay home and change diapers. He the reason that he had brought me to Canada was because when he met me, I
0: had a profession, I had a degree, so. The picture was becoming clearer to you, and and the person that you had married was not the person you thought thought he was. Exactly, unfortunately, that was the case. What was your relationship at that point uh, with God? D- did did that become something that that was important to you? Yes, I felt um, the need of getting
1: closer to God. I have always been a Catholic person. I grew up in a Catholic home, Catholic family. But when all these problems started to arise in my life and I felt no help coming from anywhere, I knew one thing. I knew that God was the only one who could help me. And I started to pray more to pray the rosary, to become closer to God, to go to Mass more often, as I knew God was
0: the only one who could rescue me. That's where I saw a lot of you at church with, with your boys. I think I didn't know what you were going through, but you were there a lot in, in the weekdays as well. And at that point, were you thinking that you wanted to continue to work on your marriage, or did you know that you needed to have an outlet, a way out? I was confused, Um,
1: as I I I wasn't sure I was I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to to be on my own because I had not found a job. I was at home with my three little children under five years old. I was a bit afraid to leave the house. That was my biggest hesitation. And not having family around. But something inside of me always told me that it was impossible to live a life of abuse and hurt and suffering. I knew that there had to be a way out. So um, that's when I started feeling more confident and looking for resources making phone calls, uh, finding a place, a shelter until I was able to be on my own to find a place, to find a job. So I was hesitant, but at one point I knew there were resources. I found resources out there that helped me to be more sure about my decision of
0: leaving him. So, So at one point you had a little bit of a window but that, that one moment of when it was clear to you what you needed to do?
1: Yes, it actually did. Um, I had been praying for a long time for a sign for discernment. I um, was praying every night in my bed. I uh, was wondering what to do. I was unsure. sure I was afraid of many things, of being alone, or of... Uh, maybe not seeing the kids every day, losing them on the weekends. And at that time, my kids were very young, so I I had a lot of fear. So I I prayed a lot about it. And just two weeks before I decided to leave my house for the shelter where I stay at, um, I had a a dream I considered a revelation. Um, In my dream, I could picture uh, myself In a forest, it was like a big forest in the woods, Um, and I was walking, and all of a sudden, I saw a big, giant uh, lion-like creature. It was huge. It was like orange. It was very scary, and um, I thought the lion was going to kill me. was trying to get closer and closer to me, to hurt me, to eat me. It was very violent. And just about when, when the lion was about to eat me, um, I saw this big man, like a tall man dressed in white, who stood in the middle. In the center between me and um, and that lion, and when I woke up from that dream the next day, I saw it as a sign. I felt so much peace. I felt I, I was gonna be okay. I was in God's hand. I felt as if had if it was Jesus Himself protecting me from the lion. But it, the meaning behind is like Jesus was trying to tell me that He was there to protect me, to defend me from. That awful situation I was in, and I—I I was not longer hesitant after that. Uh, to the point that I was able to live two weeks
0: after having this revelation. So w- when I met you at the Momentum retreat, it was just the beginning of your journey. Um, when you when you met other mothers through Momentum and the retreat, um. Did that impact you in any way? That you were meeting other people with similar experiences. How did that affect you? It was a wonderful experience
1: when I found this retreat, the single mom mothers retreat. Uh, I felt uh, I was not alone. I felt welcome. I felt loved, recognized, valued, and. I felt that there, there were other women that were in similar situations and there was support support by the, the the people who run this retreat the ladies who with so much care and
0: love run this these retreats I felt supported I felt loved I know that. God is a big part of your life, we, we talked a bit about about scripture. And you're mentioning one; I don't know if you remember it now. That 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 gave you a lot of support. Do you remember it? Yes.
1: Um, at times, I felt so desperate when I was living um, with my ex-husband. Those difficult situations. Uh, I, I, sometimes I didn't know what to do. I had no idea of where to go, what to do. I needed some uh, words of encouragement and I was alone. Uh, so what I would do is at those times of my lowest points, my darkest places, I would just take the Bible and ask God, please God, I need a word and I don't know what to do at this point, so please show me what I need to do. Say something to me. I will open the Bible, and miraculously, I God will show me, will give me a word, exactly the same word that I, I, I needed. For example, take courage, I love you. I carry you in the palm of my hands. Words that of love, of support, of motivation because god uh, would say to me don't be afraid i am with you so it was a beautiful experience i mean not just one many beautiful experiences that i had when i opened the bible in those darkest moments and god spoke up to me
0: that was like a little ray of light from the darkness mm-hmm. of hope are there words of comfort that you would like to share with other moms Maybe facing similar struggles in their lives.
1: Yes, there is
0: hope when you feel
1: that whoever person is mistreating you insults you or denigrates you, put you down. Just remember one thing. This is my advice. Those are lies. It's not true. You are a loved person, a loved child of God. You're you are worth it. You, you're valuable, and there is help out there through church, through God. There is a lot of resources that can help. We are not alone, and we can get through with God's help and the
0: help of, of professionals. Um, there's a quote today in our missalette, church missalette. It's by Saint Rose de Lima. Um, it reads. Without the burden of afflictions, it is impossible to reach the heights of grace. And the gift of grace increases as the struggles increase. And I don't know, I, I really think of you when I read that today. I thought you have had great afflictions to be isolated from your family in another country. Um, but yet somehow you ha- are a woman that that has grace and I think what you tied in with your reflection on God being part of that, on calling out to help from others, that it speaks to, to why you are sitting in a peaceful place right now.
1: It is beautiful. Um, I think sometimes God allows us to go through certain things that in, in, in that moment we cannot understand and we wonder. Uh, at some points, I would even get mad at God, as I would say or ask myself, why do I have to go through all these misery and sufferings? But at the same time, I was able to see God's God's hand working in my life, showing me the way step by step through, through His Word, through the Bible, through the people who were helping me at church through mass through all all the professionals so and at the same time i felt that god wanted me to grow in my faith so i i saw that as an opportunity to to grow closer to god and in my faith and and it did as uh, right now, I think I am. Uh, I have a better relationship with God, and it's because through the, the struggles,
0: difficulties, and suffering, He drew me to Him. I, I also just found this reading today too. So Romans five three to five. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. You know this reading: eh? <laughs> perseverance, character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So that's you, Julia. You have you, you carry so much hope and so much joy in your face. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, everyone, for joining our podcast today. If you're a single mother and would like to know more information about Momentum, please visit our website at momentummothers.org. God bless, and see you next time on the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast.